Here's the deal, I'm the best there is. Well, Lottie frickin' God! You can't handle the truth! I'm gonna get a VP! It's a big, hairy American winning machine. What do you want to do with your life? Too bad I'm with you. I can't wait to shit my pants. But I wish you could just shut your big yapper! Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Long Chair Podcast. This is your host, Johnny Weather. I'm live tonight with Bradley Weather, my brother, and of course, believe it or not, we have the mysterious unicorn in the house. Unicorn, say hello. The unicorn hello. just comes and goes, doesn't he? I mean, I don't. He doesn't have like a regular schedule. It's like he's walking on like a rainbow or something, and kind of just decides when he wants to uh, appear. I try to appear when I'm not busy doing whatever I do in Unicorn Land here, which I do a lot of things here. You know, I'm the mayor here. I'm the president of this country of Unicorn Land. There's a lot oh of big jobs. You know? oh so my. you're like the mayor and the president? That seems odd. Of Unicorn Land. Hell yeah. Let's go. Mm. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, folks. We're just three guys sitting out on the uh, psychiatrist long chair here. We're hanging out. We're talking about the problems going on in America and the rest of the world, and we're just trying to write some daily prescriptions to help everybody make it through the night. That's it. And I don't know who's making a ridiculous amount of noise back there, opening up some sort of diet cola or something. It's ridiculous. That's going to take ridiculous. Oh hey, you know what they say? You know what they say in Unicorn Land to about their president? Why don't you do something with your life? <laughs> Sit around here all day. You contribute nothing to society. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> you know, that's not Unicorn Land president. That's Joe Biden. <laughs> that's your president. He's a complete use of space. Waste of space. I was going to say, we're all a use of space, aren't we? Yeah, he's not my president. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Yeah, when you think of Joe Biden, this is where you think of abortion. <laughs> <laughs> I agree I, uh, on that one, my friend. I have a recording from uh, the unicorn's last speech. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm yeah, not going to yeah, say yeah, anything. Yeah. Good one. Well, I- imagine that you... Um, you come to your office and all of a sudden you have some people that are demonstrating in your office. These activists do get arrested, but will they even be charged? And will the corporate media even mention this? I don't this? think so. It was the LGBTQ activists. They stormed Kevin McCarthy's office. Can you believe that? I can believe that. You can. Yeah, why wouldn't we believe it? They're allowed to, Democrats are allowed to storm any part of the Capitol that they wish as long as they're Democrats. That's the rules. So as long as you run around with a big D for dumb, a Democrat, then you have the right to do that. I mean, and we expect that out of them now. I mean, they, they just have this, I don't know what it is. It's a weird media privilege that they can do whatever they want and nothing happens to them. I don't, they can break laws and nothing happens to them. It's kind of an odd situation. It's because they're friends with the white liberal feminists. 
Oh, well, now we know. So I got a question for you guys. You know, I've been wondering this myself. You know, the first debate, what was missing from the first debate? Well, they didn't have Donald Trump. So that was, yeah, I mean, you know, it was funny. Just look at the viewership and I think you already know which way America's voting. So should he even debate those guys? I had this conversation with a few friends of mine and it was kind of a mixed bag. It was, who does he think he is? He should be at every debate and, you know, and I'm telling them you're the top dog. Shouldn't you want them to fight to see who comes out on top and then debate that person? Or should he do the same thing he did last time in 2016 and just debate everybody? Well, everybody who debated him uh, back then, they all got knocked out of the ring real quick. Some of them dropped very fast. Uh, the one thing I would say is, is the majority of these people running, I think actually all of them, except for Mike Pence and Chris Christie, they all agreed that Donald Trump's election was ripped off. So then if you believe that, wouldn't you believe that Donald Trump should be more or less the incumbent or sitting POTUS for that matter? So why even challenge him? That would be my first question to my opponent. If you believe that I, my election was stolen and you're telling these people that, why are you even challenging me? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good question. But wouldn't it be a good idea for him to debate everybody right away and knock them out like he did last time? Um, I don't think it's not a good idea. I think it would be a good idea to debate. But when you're in the driver's seat as much as he is and you take more than 50% of the votes automatically or what are the numbers at? Does anybody know? I, I haven't followed the polling. I've just heard that these people are all barely, some of them are barely double digits and most of them are. Donald Trump is going to win the Republican nomination and it's going to be a landslide. Now, well, I'm pretty election, sure, yeah, it should be a landslide. The general election, I'm not too sure about because I don't trust the American people. You don't trust the American people or you don't trust the American people's voting system? Either well, way, I don't trust any of it, any of it, because you look at this way, you know, you look at this way, okay? Majority of this country vote Democrat, right? And the people who say they want to vote for Trump will say, I want to vote for Trump, but they don't go out and vote. They just say, I'm voting for him. And, you know, I have no faith anymore. I have no faith in anything. So if Trump wins, color me, I'll be celebrating at the top of my lungs. And if he loses, well, it is what it is. So as of September 5th, Change Research has Trump at 46 and Biden at 42. Yeah, I mean, he's even got Biden whipped right now. And these numbers are way better than the uh, prior elections. So it, we all know that Trump is the future president unless they can find a legal remedy to try to stop him within the kangaroo courts. And that's pretty much all they have left. And that's all they're really trying at this point. Now they're to the degree of, you're talking about trying to have Trump debate. We're trying to keep Trump on the ballot in states. That's the lengths they're going. We're going to take him off the ballot. He can't even run. Like, wow. Okay. Well, in the, the general election for 2024, uh, DeSantis, 35%. Biden, 37%. Trump, 44 again, as I was saying. And uh, in this poll, they have Biden at 38%, so even a bigger uh, lead. And then uh, as of August 30th, DeSantis was 33 and Biden was 35. So it's clear that, that Trump is beating Biden in all the polls. 
And so the question becomes, will he stay there? And like you said, are they going to try and find something that takes him out of it? Well, that's the real question. Well, if you really wanted the the, the, if the Democrats are smart, um, they would uh, ditch Biden and, and pick someone else if this stuff on Trump doesn't work. As of today, Biden is 66 percent, 66.4, and the rest of the Democratic field is 11.7. So we you put up. We know it's going to be Biden then, huh? You put up, you, you tell Biden step aside, you put Michelle Obama up there as a nominee. There you go. What percent does Obama. Hillary Clinton get for votes in the Democratic primary? I guess even 4%. Still, is she still relevant? Fun. No, let's be real. She's in the poll. So she's got to be relevant. Let's let's be real. What we, what will you give her there, Unicorn? I, I got a number in my head I'm comfortable with that I think Hillary, now is this against Joe or is this yeah. straight up like total with everybody in the field? Well, it's straight up everybody in the field. I got a list of all of them here. Oh, okay. All the way down Curious. to the Chicago mayor. The Chicago mayor Pritzker is at 2%. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Unicorn. What you got? I don't know if Hillary Clinton's even relevant anymore. All right. I'm going to so give what her... you're saying is, is you don't have an idea. Yeah, I don't have an idea. I'm curious if she breaks double digits, so I'm going to give her eight percent because I, I, I'm feeling like eleven, but I'm going to give her eight. Um, Gavin Newsom is eleven percent. Oh, Bernie Sanders is twelve. Whoa, Hillary Clinton is fourteen. Wow, now that's crazy. Coming from a party that hates old white people, man, their top candidates are all old white people. You know, at least Republicans got that DeSantis fella, and then they got that uh, Ramsaway guy. I mean, and, and by the way, those aren't white last Tim names. Scott. Oh, and then there's that that brother Tim Scott too. I mean, I'm just saying, the more I look at the Republican Party versus the Democrat Party, it makes you wonder when you think about Byron Donalds being up at the top of the echelon with Tim Scott being up there. Then we have our favorite Dr. Ben Carson that we love, and of course, don't forget about um, Candace Owens. Right. I mean, that's a whole lot of brothers and sisters right there. But then you got the DeSantis character out of Florida. I'm just saying, where's our old white guy? Oh, that's right. It's Trump. That's our old mm. white guy. <laughs> but we yeah. got our old white guys in Mitch McConnell. Don't forget about old turtle Mitch. Uh, we can't even call him a turtle anymore. He is so bloody slow. At times, it's like he's not even moving. And that's why we need age limits. Come on. I couldn't get a joke out of that. I couldn't get a laugh out of that. Do you realize how funny that was? At times, (laughs) he looks like he's not even moving. The guy's been literally freezing at the podium. Something's medically (laughs) wrong. Stay with me here. I didn't realize the crowd I was in was so unsophisticated. I was thinking it was too soon. I was thinking it was too soon is what I was thinking. Oh, no, it's never. You know... We got a bunch of old, white, decrepit boomers in Congress, and half those, all those people need to leave. Like, if you're over 65, you should be, like, go away. Go do your thing. Go go on a boat. Go away. You shouldn't be this country up. Excuse my language on that one. Oh, That's what they're man. doing. They're messing the country up. All these old politicians are screwing this country over. Well, no, but think about what I'm telling you. What, what my brother Brad just pulled out was the top of the echelon for the Democrats is literally the same top of the echelon 
that was running against Barry in 08. <laughs> or was it 06? You mean Hussein? I mean, think about it. These people were all running. Hillary went toe-to-toe with Barry. She had to cheat against Bernie to win in Colorado. They were throwing chairs in Denver. The Democrats were. Yes, people, if you don't believe me, you heard it here. Johnny will tell you the Democrats were violent at their convention. They were literally throwing chairs and brawling in the convention because Hillary stole it from Bernie. And ironically, here it is. What is this? What are we at? Are we at 16 years later? Good Lord, 16 years later, and the Democrats who complain about having old white people running this country, they literally have the same old white people they had back 16 years ago. Now tell me that ain't some oxymoronic there. I actually thought it was eight years ago that Hillary Clinton Clinton was still was, was running against Barry, Bernie Sanders in 08. Bernie Sanders did not run. Bernie didn't run in 08. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure he did not run. Hasn't Bernie Has run for the last 12 terms? He's it's something trying like to that. get in. Yeah. I think he's trying to set the Guinness Book of World Records. I don't think he's actually trying to get in. All right. So the Republican Party, you guys have uh, beat that to death. Pete is at the door. Um, Trump has 53% of the Republican vote. Who is next with... Um, well, I'll tell you, DeSantis Wait, no. is next. Oh, man. What's his percentage? What's his De- percentage? DeSantis gets 30, 28, 33, 33%. 15. Ooh. Unicorn is closest, 13.2. Dang, DeSantis, you took a big turn. Ramaswamy, uh, Unicorn's uh, favorite guy, what's he got? Eight. The, what percent the of the world, vote is he getting? I'm going to give... The New World Order, George Soros Union, bought and paid for Vivek Ramsaway. We're going to give him, I'm going to go with Unicorn and say eight. You guys are perfect. 7.4. Oh. And then Haley is at 5.6 and Pence is at 4.9, rounding out. Neocon, Nikki, and Benedict Pence. Benedict (laughs) Pence. Well, what about Chris Christie? Where's he at? Uh, he was next. I just didn't feel he was relevant at 3.7%. Christie Christy was that dude that was in that Led Zeppelin song, swinging from the gallows pole or something. <laughs> <laughs> gallop pole. Oh, I love it, dude. I love it. Swinging from the gallop. I like that, the gallop pole, not the gallows <laughs> pole. I like that. Oh, man, that's funny right so, there. I love ripping on Chris Christie. He's an easy target. I mean, he's a big so, target. Um, Let's wrap this up then. So do we think that Donald Trump should be debating? He's saying, why Why should he debate? Unicorn, you can have the first position on it. Well, you know, to be, quite, to be, honest, to be honest with no, you guys, if no. I was Donald Trump, I wouldn't even bother debating. You got this in a bag. There's no point. Seriously, he's doing the right thing. There's no point. Doesn't he lose the hardcore Republicans if he doesn't debate? No, no. not really. No. He, if How he about lost the, the heart, Probably not. No? Yeah, I think he would. He'll the lose him people... up front. He'll lose him for the he'll lose him for the primary, but he won't lose him in the general. As Johnny was saying, you know, Trump Trump doesn't have to worry about anything. He he has this in the bag, um, hands down. Trump will be the Republican nominee for president. It's just, it's just a, this is just a formality. He will have it, barring some, barring some. Uh, outside force which looks like what the democrats are trying to do to take him off ballots and put him in jail 
Um, but even then, I'll go through the process, the court process. Um, he will be the nominee, um, hands down. I, I you put it in the bank. I'm calling it right now. Donald Trump wins Johnny, this in a Johnny, if you're a if you're a campaign manager for Donald Trump, do you have him debate? I mean, you know that Chris Christie and Pence and Burgum and Hutchinson are all going after him, and they they have no problem bringing up these bogus charges that uh, the Democrats are pushing on him. Do you, as a campaign manager, would you have him debate? You know, I'll tell you, as a campaign manager, um, I think it's one of those questions that's so tight that you've got to leave it up to the candidate, but you do your very best as the manager of the campaign to discuss the pros and cons of both. Because I'll tell you right up front, if you look at it from one scenario, it's a bad idea. Okay. Trump could, Trump could hypothetically debate them all and do very well and knock people out left and right. But he could also potentially harm the best VP opportunity he could have in the field. That leads me to my point of saying, the reason you wouldn't want to debate is because you're already over 50%. You would only want to get into the debates if those numbers started climbing, somebody started climbing into the 30s and started gaining momentum or mid 20s. But for upfront, when I'm over 50, I would say no, because you want to keep your eye on who's going to be the best VP option for you. And I think right now you've got, he's got some good action in the VP category. A lot of people like the DeSantis pick. Now they don't. There's a lot of talk of Christy Nome out of South Dakota. There's a lot of nice. talk of uh, what's her name? Um, uh, what's our gal out there? And uh, uh, Carrie Lake out there in Arizona. Um, you know, there's personal fan favorites like mine that I would love to, which would be a dark horse. I'd like to see um, Candace Owens get in the mix. Um, you know, I think she's brilliant. But, you know, that. so you ask the question, which way should you go? I think you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. But if you're going to have to take the lesser of two evils, you go with, I'm not going to debate. I'm going to keep my eye on the VP. I don't want to insult anybody. Have you noticed something different about this Trump campaign? There's not a lot of insults going on. Did you say Trump doesn't want to insult somebody? Come on. I, I'm telling you, the guy is a He's insulting DeSantis a lot, but not, not really. To your point, Johnny, I don't think Kerry Lake will be his vice president pick. And here's why. Because Trump doesn't want to share the stage with anyone. And Kerry Lake has a following. And Trump is one of those people that I don't want you to share the stage with me. I want the stage by myself. And and he needs to find someone who is going to shut up, listen, and be in the background. And that's how Trump operates. I don't it's think he wants that Lake. again. I it's think he got Carrie burned Lake. with – well, I'm, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree that it would be Carrie Lake at this time. I still think she's in the running um, because she's the fighter. If, if you think about it this way. If you, if this, well, hang on now, just hear me out. If Carrie Lake was your VP instead of Mike Pence, would they have invoked the rights under the Constitution to publicly object to that election and have it investigated? Would Carrie have done that as a VP versus the way Pence went? Probably, but here's a, here's the reason why Trump won't take Carrie Lake. He doesn't want to share the stage. And the only reason why he took Mike Pence was because he was told to pick him. He was told to pick him. He was told to pick Mike Pence by his by the handlers, the the neocon rhinos that are in our stupid party. Told him pick Mike Pence, and he listened to him. Um, in fact, there's too a lot of people talking heads. We should have just not listened to anybody. And Trump right now, if I was him, he's doing a good strategy. You're focusing on 
focus on Joe Biden. Who cares about the stupid primary? Because you're going to win it. It's going to be yours. That's right. General election. General election. Focus on Biden. Destroy him. And you will win this thing. Uh, and, and that's what Joe Biden is going to do. Um, he's going to, I mean, Donald Trump's going to do that. Whoa. Um, and that's a good strategy to have that. Forget the primary. So what no I'm one's going to take you, the nominee away from you. So what you're telling me is, is that Carrie Lake can't follow orders. She can't. Why would, I want her, who, why would I want her as a VP? If she can't do her job, be a vice president and not look for the limelight, then why would I want her to represent me? You want mm. someone to be submissive to him. That's all he is. I disagree with that. I think Carrie, I think Carrie Lake knows her place. I think anybody, unicorn, me, if you were asked to be vice president and you believe that you could be president, you know that Trump is only going to be in for four years. So you know that the next eight years after that, you're going to be the front runner for being the president and being the nominee for the Republican Party. I would jump at it and I would I would sit and do my job as a vice president, listen, learn. And then when it's my turn, jump in. Yep. And I think she's smart enough to play that role. I also think a Tim Scott's smart enough. I think a Byron Donald is smart enough. All my favorites, I like these people. And I think that they can rally the troops. Uh, you know, the Republicans are getting a lot of the minority votes now are switching over. And that's helping the independent numbers I meant to mention earlier. They're dominating in the Trump category uh, compared to the Joe Biden category. So Democrats know they're in deep trouble and they don't have a candidate to bring up yet. But one thing I will say about those rascally devils, they do like to bring up dark horses late in the race. Um, they pull someone out of the woodwork and they get the media pumping, pumping, pumping like, a, you know, like a stockbroker pumping a stock. It's it's crazy how they can move that machine and move the needle of any candidate they want just because of the publicity. They will slam on one candidate over the rest. Well, let's assume that Unicorn is correct and that uh, Carrie Lake um, can't not go for the limelight. What do you who do you take then if if Carrie Lake and Tim Scott are not going to listen to reason and and you know sit in the background and wait cuz they think that they should have it's their time now that kind of limits the field doesn't it well it depends what you're looking for right i mean it totally depends on what you're looking for in a candidate if you're looking for someone as unicorn says it's going to take orders follow directions and uh cheerlead when they need to and uh, pull the trigger when they need to, then you're going to be looking for someone like a Byron Donalds. Um, if you're going to be looking for uh, someone to be powerful, uh, give you that extra 3% for women, has a good conservative track record that can draw in the uh, conservative evangelicals, then you go to a Christy Nome out of South Dakota. So you got choices out there, but you are right. It does narrow the field. Um, it yeah. definitely narrows the field. I do think Tim Scott has good chances. Uh, he's that moderate de that moderate Republican coming in. Um, I'd like to see someone more like Byron Donalds. He's one of my favorites out of uh, Florida. But you got to believe, and I've said it before, I said it many times, you got to watch out. I think Gavin Newsom's coming into this race. I don't. I've, I think these Democrats are sneaky, and they're going to try to bring in a you know a type guy like Gavin Newsom who thinks he can outwit Trump. Which, and again, they'll just avoid debates. And it'll come down to in public meetings. Does a Gavin Newsom get California unicorn? He's the governor of it. Do you think he wins that state if he runs for president? Is that what they're thinking? He wins. He'll win California. He's a Democrat. You can put a glass of water out for president, and you're always going to get California to vote for you. 
Well, but remember, there was a vote to repeal him and uh, take him out of office. Was that just a political ploy or was there not enough people or what? But if you look at the numbers who voted in that, that, it wasn't even close to the population that votes in a general election in California. Um, Mm. Gavin Newsom has his hands down. If he gets he gets California. okay, they're they're not. So you're going to tell me that Democrats are not going to support Gavin Newsom. If he runs for president in California, he's more popular than Kamala Harris in California. So, yeah, he'll win California. Any Democrat will win California. I mean, come on. That's like saying Republican has no no play in California to just ignore the dang state because who cares about them? Um, it's a Democrat state. Democrats get it just like Minnesota. Minnesota will always vote Democrat no matter what. So you got, That's just how they are. You got 45 from California. You got 10 from Minnesota. You've got what twenty something from New York. I mean, twenty six. You're already. Yeah, you're already on you your got, way. And you got New Mexico already. That's in your. That's in the bank. You have. Uh, you have Delaware. You have uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, but you got to ask yourself the question when you talk about the flip states: the Arizonas, the Pennsylvanias, the Ohio's, the flip states, the states that can go either way. When you talk about those, the Georgias, which way did they go? And that's really the question. And California has a big populace of people. And if if immigrants of this country are changing their votes to Republican, which we are seeing a lot of, then that puts Gavin Newsom in a predicament. And California isn't exactly the standard that people want to see all over the country. So that's another big problem for Gavin is, is the optics. Um, and that's that'll be a big deal, especially if they get to debate, if they get if. to debate. Yeah, I stress that if. Well, you know what? Uh, another problem that we have is uh, we are out of time. That's the, uh, that's the next uh, Long Chair podcast. It was good to see you guys. Good to talk. Good we'll see, see you, you next time. Michelle has a penis. You sure like that, don't you? Hey, this is Captain Morgan. Hey, this is Bradley Weather. Hey, this is Johnny Weather. I know you want to listen to us every second of every day. That's why, because I've got the best prescriptions for you. That is why we made it easy for you to find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, Radio Public. Because you know life just ain't right without a good government. Granted by we the people. And we're like a dog show. Best in class, baby. I got a call full of girls and it's going real sway. The next stop is the east side motel. Chasing you, I could shout a whisper, burning blue.